Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts, a sixth event podcast, video event one-shots, and an additional video D&D campaign. But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbdumbdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows and vote on the way their stories will progress. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for being part of our stories. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pot, get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. Go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back, redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. Get your merchandise dice today. Welcome back, initiates, to the Mythos Mysteries, a live play Pulp Cthulhu podcast where improvisers and comedians venture into dangers beyond their wildest imaginings. I am H.P. Helmfirth, your host on this journey into darkness. The mystery punchers flashed back to their childhood yet again, remembering their first face-off against Devon Carroll. Needing revenge after he broke Tracy's stolen vase, Adrian remembered Devon's nudie pictures and a blackmail scheme was hatched. Also, Richter barely escaped an unexpected romance. So venture forth with us, dear friends, into the mythos. Red... You are acutely aware of something that uh, you haven't thought of in years uh, because you've received any number of scars uh, in your, your bootleg and trade. Um, but uh, there's one that was uh, probably your first real scar, and it's on your knee mm. uh, from the time that a, a, a little snot-nosed bastard shoved you over into some broken pottery. It's not something you've thought about in ages because it seems so quaint now. Um having faced down mobsters and now starting to face down supernatural terrors. Uh, and yet it does that thing that all kind of childhood trauma does, which just kicks off a deep, deep rage. And you never got to break that little bastard's face. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, that little bastard is currently behind the wheel of the car driving you away. Um, and uh, he kind of uh, looks over his shoulder um, in, in sort of a, again, he's got a, a real Jimmy Olsen vibe, really like energetic. And he's like, so, um, were, were all of you Benny's friends? Sorry, uh, uh Mr. Richter, uh, he, he'd spoken of, but, um, who, who are the two of you? Do you work for him? Since when are you Benny's friend? I, I'm, 
I'm sorry, do I know you? <clears throat> no, I, I don't... I don't believe you do. I just... Benny never mentioned you, and, uh... You know, we go back a few years, and he, he normally tells me about his friends, so forgive me if I'm just a little suspicious. Well, that's very odd, because Benny and I have been spending a lot of time together over the past few years, and I've never seen you before. So, I'm uh, sorry, who are I'm, you? I'm from out of town. I'm, I'm Red. Thank you very much for the speedy getaway, by the way. It's, Did uh, you name yourself very... after your hair? And he runs a hand Actually, back through his own red hair, and he's like, because that's... I, I'm sorry, lady, I just met you, but that's a tacky move. Hmm. It's, uh, it's named after the color of blood, actually. Oh. Something I'm, I'm quite fond of. Yeah, evidently. I can't believe you brought the mafia down on poor old man Richter's shop. Well, I didn't exactly ask for that, but uh, trouble does seem to follow me. Now, back to... Ba back to what we were talking before. You've been friends with Benny for years. Um, uh, colleagues, perhaps more than than friends. Yes. Um, I've. Uh, uh, I'm also a. Um, and he kind of Richter. He looks to you. He gives you a sort of a, a side eyed glance um, that you recognize as uh, a seeker. Look, it's someone who wants to talk about the spooky stuff that no one talks about, but isn't sure if they're in good company. So he he glances at you kind of almost for confirmation that he's he's good to talk about these these things. I am nursing the gunshot in my arm with my other arm kind of <laughs> down to my hip, kind of where the other bullet went in. Uh, and I'm just kind of like, yeah, go. <laughs> just, I don't care. Yeah, he, uh, so he he nods slyly like like you were in cahoots. Um, and then he, uh, he says... Uh, uh, like like uh, like Benjamin and and like Mr. Richter, um, I'm a seeker. Uh, I think there's something else out there, and I think what it's, the hell is a seeker? Um, someone in in search of uh, truth about the the mythos, about the the things that live just beyond the veil. Look, I know this is going to sound crazy, oh. but there are monsters and spirits. All of this ghost shit that's been going yeah, the on. Ghost is that what shit. you're talking about? Yes, I'm specifically referencing the ghost shit. For God's sake, I almost want you to take me back to the mob currently shooting up Richter's place. I just can't get away from it. Can we, Addy? Honestly, we pretty can't... fucking happy to at this point, lady. Uh, you're getting on my last nerve. And what's the deal with the big guy? How is he? Why are, why are you wearing a tuxedo? He has a name. His name is Adrian Diesel to you. Uh, and he, like, the the tires squeal and the car shifts. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan, what are you doing? What? Every, everyone in the ride shakes except Adrian, who's still stone still as the car stops, but he's just staring that's, at his rings. That's a player error on my part. La 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 la. No, I like it. That's it's fine. good. You did it, and I love it. <laughs> I did. But I'm just staring at my rings. Then I'm like, Grandpa Richard, these rings are great. They made all of the cars explode with Jesus's lightning. I, uh, I don't think that's how those work, um... Well, then you tell me, why did Green Lightning make all of the gangster cars explode and they died? Yeah, uh, Richter, when you're, when we get you to a doctor, I have some, uh, questionable things to talk to you about, about what just happened at your shop. Uh, yeah, because they, they didn't even... Should not 
They didn't even nap. They died because when I looked, there was nothing. So Devin <laughs> came from the sky that should not be coming Devin from the sky. Like Let's just put it that way. Watching all of this unfold, and his eyes are just getting wider and wider, and then finally he's like, "Well, fuck me. You're the mystery punchers, T- Tracy." Whoa. I haven't heard that name in a long time, and I go by Red now, so you better use it. Red, who's this? I I thought you were driving. (laughs) Um, I like to to think that I'm in the back with Addy. 100% you are. You're both in the back seat. Uh, And um, he he looks at Adrian, and um, Red, you see a look kind of cross his, his features that you've that's uh, very familiar to you because it's it's uh, a look of like genuine heartbreak and it's what you you felt on kind of the the darker bottom of the bottle nights um, about what happened mm-hmm. to Adrian mm-hmm. um, and uh, even though um, you have ill memories of him there's something about watching his his heartbreak for seeing what's happened to Adrian that uh, sits ill with what you remember remember of this man um, and he just like his jaw works for a moment and then he just sort of turns around and, and gets the car back in gear uh, clearly seeing that Richter is now bleeding which he didn't notice before um, and starts to like speed up um, I mean what can I say your medical kit was very good um, but uh, he's like um, oh kind of over shoulder to you Red he's like um, Red I uh, I'd heard um, I'd heard what happened to him um, and uh, Benny Benny didn't like to talk about it too much. Um, Neither do we. I, I understand. I'm just I'm I'm really sorry that that happened to him. He was a he was a great guy. Uh, don't worry, Benny's still with us, uh, and he'll just take out the severed hand and then just reach up and put it on the dash. Oh my god! Time for a driving check for uh, Devin Carroll. <laughs> uh, Devin, what do you have for driving? Uh, oh, so the car I... like squeals and like rides um, into the ditch, um, and he uh, he he just like takes the hand, um, and uh, when he sees the the scar, his his face just just gets cold, um, and he he uh, Adrian he looks you dead in the eye and he's like, "Did you do this to him?" I don't know. He was talking to us a little while ago. You've seen Adrian... him, Adrian. Adrian didn't do anything to him, if that's what you're implying. Um, you hear the uh, the click of um, a hammer being uncocked, uh, and you realize that uh, he had a, a pistol pushed into the chair. Oh, don't even try me. I have had a very difficult day, Mr. Carroll. Now you listen to me. I do not take kindly to you. I have never taken kindly to you, and I am very appreciative of our little getaway that you have provided, but if you dare to bring a gun into this fight, I will end you very quickly. So I would suggest you put that away before I earn my nickname right here in this car. He holds up the pistol, um, and you can see that he was un... Like, he clearly cocked it when he thought (laughs) that Adrian had maybe killed Benny. Um, Mm -hmm. So he'd clearly already uncocked it. Uh, and he's like, well, another mystery punched. My gun is no longer cocked. And I reach out and just take it with, like, one hand just from him. He just releases it. 
Uh, and he says, God, I already regret rescuing you people. Okay, well... I'll reach out and I'll take Benny's hand <laughs> and bring it back. Like, put it into my coat. Um, and he, you just hear him mutter like, you stupid son of a bitch, what did you get into? Uh, and um, he uh, he continues to, to kind of drive, and finally, uh, after a, a charged silence, read where I don't think you're you're a woman to break a charged silence that you have initiated so much as to wait for others to bend to the will of the silence. Um, mm, eventually, I like that. he just um, mutters, um, "Look, he's it, it. It seems like you're." It seems like you're trying to figure out what happened to him too. So at least we have we have that in common. Um, I apologize. I just I haven't had any leads. Uh, I was pretty sure that um, the inheritors got to him, and uh, I wasn't sure if any of you could the be trusted. The inheritors. Yeah, I'll ah. I'll explain it all in in a few minutes. Uh, I've uh, I've got some things to show you, but um, do you have you, do you know you don't know about the inheritors? I I have I have heard that. I've heard that term before. I, I don't know where. He um he just kind of nods his head and he's like, um, "Look, uh, I don't. My uh, my parents were were uh, pretty authoritarian themselves. They didn't need a, a big man on a cloud making them any any more so. Um, so uh, we never we never attended the church, but um, you may have heard it there if if your families took you. Uh, I don't know because I, I never went, but." Um, there's uh there's some some rot deep 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 inside our our town inside Helmfirth and um, it's not just here it's it's everywhere um, but uh, that's it wasn't a Christian church it was it was it was a church of the inheritors uh, and then he pulls like he's kind of got the car back up on the road he pulls into um, sort of a, a motel um, you know, the, the rain is still spitting, but, uh, you're a little ways outside of Helmfirth. And he says, I, I have a place in Helmfirth, but, um, it seemed like things were getting a bit too hot. So, uh, so I got this room. Um, come on, I've, I've got some more answers for you in here. And he, he leads you in, um, and it's a, it's a real shitty, shitty hotel or motel room, but he's fully Charlie dated. it. So from, uh, all the sunny, <laughs> so it's just like, there's no red yarn because, like, that shit's expensive. He's looking for Pepe Sylvia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Um, but uh, he's he's got things kind of all over the place, um, and uh, he he invites you in. Um, Richter, um, he sits you down and kind of like takes a look at your wounds. I think with Adrian and Red's help, you're able to kind of get patched up to a point where you'll still need to recover and and rest, but uh, it's no longer it's it's and like he like gives you some cheap liquor that he's got you notice there's a few bottles oh uh, i've 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 got sure. liquor I've, I'll, I'll share my flask with him yeah okay so um uh yeah it's enough to just kind of dull you a bit to to the right. pain okay. also like keep in mind in the 30s like a lot of medical science was like oh just take some advil it's kind of like ton of whiskey there you go you're good mm -hmm. yeah back you go oh you lost an arm cool We'll just pin that shut for you. All right, you're good to go. Back you go. You've been shot. Take a swig with the other Have you one. tried cocaine? We <laughs> <laughs> yeah. put it in these bottles with this sodi. So I imagine... It'll kill the ghosts. Yeah, while, while he's getting patched up, I imagine Red probably looks at Adrian's bullet wound <laughs> when he got shot charging oh, across yeah. the store. So, um, Adrian, yours is, is literally at Nick to you. Um, so it's, it's a pretty simple job to just, like, sew it shut. Um, uh. There's not much to do. 
Really? It's not, the bolt didn't go through, it just, like, ran a trench through. So it's it's deep, but it's not, I think, really, the, the biggest casualty was your tuxedo pants. Ooh, that's a serious one, though. I'm gonna have to stitch those up. What if there's a birthday party? Yeah, so, Adrian, this is a good question. Um, is this tuxedo, I always imagine it kind of as a spotless, uh, kind of flawless lurch tuxedo. Have you just been repairing it? forever is it like a patchwork tuxedo or is it just since you left boston that you've had to repair it that i think it's just this is the first time i've had to repair it since boston because red told me i only had time to take one so i just took my newest one and i wore it so this is a full-on like uh arkham asylum situation where just like batman's trapped (laughs) in the asylum all night so he's just gonna be a bit rough by the end of it um Oh, man. I'll, what a thanks, pull. Bud. Um I like to imagine that Adrian is a tremendously good yeah. sewer. Like, I think you're real good at it, but it's mostly from patching up people. I was going to say, he also has no sense of color or style. So I would say whatever color the drapes yeah. are in this room, that is what I tear fabric off of and sew to make a patch. So it's like a beautiful black tuxedo, only now it's got shitty motel yeah, drapes Yeah, I'm going to say it's like the, um, like the, uh, the Simpsons corn... Uh, Great. One, so Did yeah, so it's just corn? like yellow and green, and I'm, I'm just gonna make a note: corn patch. <laughs> it's a plus one corn patch. <laughs> so, um, uh, all of you kind of settle down. Uh, drinks are kind of passed around. Um, there's a bit of an uneasy silence, um, and uh, uh, Devin looks up and he's like, "Look, I." I've got a lot of questions for you, but I feel like you must have a, a lot more for me. And um, if, uh, if I'm being completely honest, um, I'm pretty sure I was uh, a raging prick uh, to all of you. Um, That's when, putting uh, it kindly. Yeah. So, um, I, I have a question. Who are you? Uh, he, uh, he just kind of nods at you, uh, and then he, he extends a hand and he says, um, uh, Hello, Mr. Diesel. Uh, my name is uh, Devin Carroll, and uh, I am a journalist and an investigator, and I'm trying to solve mysteries. Not punch them, because I'm, I'm not as good as, uh, as Red always was at that, but um, I'm trying to punch <laughs> them in my own way. Uh, and I was trying to help Benny punch some mysteries before, before he got hurt. And then he, like, shoots a look at um, Richter's coat, knowing there's a severed hand in it. Do I remember uh, him as, like, a childhood yeah. thing, or is it just a blank for me? Is he just some guy I met? Because he wouldn't look the same. No, he doesn't at all. In the same way that, like, none of you do, right? Um, mm-hmm. He, You remember him as, think, like, just a, a classic, like, bully archetype. Because I think in a lot of ways, like, I know I remember, like, my high school bullies as, like, incredibly well-drawn bully characters. I'm picturing the neighbor in Toy Story, but redhead. Uh, Yeah, yeah, like, close to that. Like, I'm thinking, like, um, uh, anyone who would be a bully in, like, the Christmas story. Just, like, a real, like, ragamuffin type type kid. Honestly, Mm -hmm. like, the O'Doyle, one of the young O'Doyles from uh, Billy Madison would be fine. Like, just really, like, just, like angry kind of always scowling um guy whereas now uh he's like just genuinely a very charming okay i wouldn't remember i wouldn't remember him then i wouldn't put it together at all so um in the same way that a lot of like reunions are awkward when you're like oh you're not a caricature 
shit. Yeah, Uh-oh. and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna confuse Addy by like trying to explain who he is and who he was and all that kind of stuff. Like that's just gonna get no. that's gonna waste time. We don't have time. Um <laughs> You don't need to give Addy a lot of context. You know, he's Yep. No, I'm just gonna say we can trust him for now, Addy. Okay. So, Mr. Carroll, tell me about this rot. Uh, he takes a, a deep breath and then he's like, "Okay, um, how much? How much did Benny tell you before he he disappeared?" I haven't seen Benny in sixteen years. Okay, well, that, he, he kind of, like, chuckles in a self-deprecating way. He's like, okay, that, that would explain uh, why I haven't seen you, though we aren't, uh, we don't exactly um, go to social events. Okay, um, so, Benny and I uh, have been investigating uh, a group um, that we, that he actually caught wind of uh, called the Inheritors. He said, um... You remember? Well, of, of course you would. Um, uh, Sally. Uh, she she was one of one of you. I remember your Sally. Right. Um, he always said that uh, Sally seemed confused uh, about um, the church a lot, and of course we we talked about uh, the 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 church fire, and he kind of like looks at Adrian, and he's like, and um, and all the things that happened there. Um, but it was Betty's idea. He started wondering if maybe it wasn't. If maybe what happened there wasn't an isolated thing, because um, you know Helmforth, it's small. Uh, it's too small to to really be the home to anything like that. So we started looking into it, um, and we started finding references all over the place in the the writings of um, uh, Pastor Michael. You remember that weird guy who ran the church? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we started finding references here and there. Um, to uh, to something called the inheritance and to the inheritors, um, and that led us to to start investigating some other churches like this one. Do you remember seeing um, a symbol at all when you were when you were growing up? It was like an eye. Hey friends, it's Ryan, but like regular Ryan, as himself, talking about dumb dumbs and dice. Yeah, so I'm one of the people behind this show. Obviously, you're listening to the show. You're loving this show. Somebody's doing great. Probably, probably not me, but like Tom, he does really good work. Tyler does really good work. Uh, third person also does really good work. I don't know what show this is on, but the important thing is that you can support the show and join the show at Patreon.com/slash/DumbDumbDice. That's right. That address that I totally just said. Go there, join Dum Dums and Dice. Support the show. It's going to be great. The symbol that's on Benny's hand. Wait, what? Wait, Benny Wait. has the symbol on him? We have to kill anybody who's no, got the symbol no, on Addy. him. No, no, Addy. like, runs to the other end of the room, like, clutching his jacket. Benny is, he's not supposed to. Show, show us the hand. So, if you'll remember, um, Benny was clutching uh, a Bible page um, with the, the, page the symbols on it. The symbol Richter on it. has it burned into his hand. Yeah. Uh, I thought... It appeared on Benny's hand. Okay. Benny has a has a scar from the um, the curious case of Doctor Skelliman, um, but oh. the severed hand was holding a Bible page with the uh, the eye. 
Right, never mind, retcon. It's all right. It's been um, months, months and months. It's no, been no, months. no, it really has. The Spanish head of the symbol on it. You no, show me right no, now. No, Eddie, Eddie. Yeah. I was, I spoke incorrectly, and I apologize for the confusion. Does, now, this, yes, guy, does this guy have the symbol on his head? No, he does Devin. not. No one, no one in this room has the symbol on their hand. Now, he like puts his hands in his pockets. Yeah. Uh, yes, I do know it's a symbol outside. It's I have been seeing it more and more, and it makes me greatly uncomfortable. And uh, Devin nods, and he's like, "Well, it it should. Um, it's uh, it's a sign of the entombed eye. Um, that's what uh, that's what um, Pastor Michael's sect was called. Covens actually is what what they go by." Um, and they're all over, uh, they're all over America, maybe even Canada, he says with like great, uh, great gravitas, but he said, um, we're going to need a list of their names and where they live. Cause I have to go around and kill them all with the magic knife. Uh, Red, can you show him the knife? You said we could trust him. We don't know. We don't need to show him the knife just yet. Although... I appreciate your fervor and your passion, Addy, and we will put that to good use very soon. That's right. First, we got to get the fish people in Smith. Yes, he that, leans forward and he's too. like, "You know about the fish people?" That's a story for another day. You were saying we have to kill them, Mr. Carroll. No more monsters. I mean, it would seem that uh, Adrian has has the right of it. Um, the inheritors are uh, a, a uh, well, a relatively new group, as, as we understand it in in the the history of cults. I'm sure um, Mr. Richter could speak more more to to the sort of the older ones, but um, we found it odd that uh, we couldn't find reference to them much earlier than uh, the turn of the century. Um, but um, their names appear everywhere, um, and there are, are are covens around around the world it seems um each of which has its own name um so the entombed eye was here in, in helmfirth uh i was recently um in uh newburyport um investigating a group called the carrion crows uh they were a um a food kitchen uh operating uh out of newburyport um but just just like the the church here in town they they were up to some pretty nefarious things. Um, I got as much information as I could, but then um, Benny sent me a, a very alarming message. Uh, we had um, we knew that the kind of work we do is is dangerous, so we'd agreed on a, a code word um, to not go home, to not return to town, uh, but instead to to meet here um, at uh, at the Three Trees Lodge. Um, but uh, he never showed. And um, soon I found out he was missing, and I haven't been home since. I haven't been to his place. I've just been been here. Uh, he says, actually, um, he sent me something. Um, and he looks at Richter, and he's like, and I think it was actually, I think this is for you. Um, so he pulls out a, um, a bound, uh, just in, like, um, butcher's paper um, tome. It's clearly very heavy, and it's tied off with twine. Um, and uh, he said, I, I rewrapped it after after I, I took a quick look. 
Um, I gotta warn you, it's it's some some dark stuff. It's it's confusing. I couldn't make head or tail of it. I'm, I'm used to ferreting these things out. I'm not. This is a bit above my pay grade. He's just making Richter more excited to get into it. Yeah, like the, <laughs> the wounds warning. start to bleed a bit more because you're just tensing. <laughs> yeah. um, so he hands it to you and like uh, uh, a kid uh, receiving a, a gift from Bauschnickel. Um, you um, quickly uh, open it um, and uh, you see it's a, a book called The Inheritance of the Kingdom. Uh, and this thing reeks of the mythos. Uh, you open it up, and the the author uh, has only signed it as a crimson X. Um, and as you begin to just quickly flip the pages, like, this is exactly the kind of shit you were waiting for. Mm. Um, so it's going to take some time to study it, uh, but um, it is it is pretty exciting for old man Richter. Yeah. Um, so these 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 inheritors. Let's cut to the chase here. What exactly do they want? What what is the point of all of this? Well, so Devin seems very um, frustrated in the way that someone who only has like three pieces of a five piece puzzle can be. Where he's like, well, that's what we were trying to figure out, and it's it's a it's incredibly frustrating because it seems they just want chaos. Like I flipped through this book a bit. And it seems like they're just constantly talking about sacrifice and destruction. And I don't know to what end. Um, but all the covens operate independently of each other, it seems. Um, there's some reference to uh, a mastermind, someone known as the Slaughter, um, who runs them. But they operate in secrecy. Um, he goes goes over and opens a drawer and um, pulls out um, a white uh, sackcloth hood uh, with a blood stain on it. And says they wear these. Um, it's it's a rite of initiation uh, to to be blooded in them, but it means they they operate in the shadows. In fact, for, based on some of the research Benny was putting together, some of them might not even know they were uh, that there were other covens. Um, but they also seem drawn to places of, of great power. There's, there, there there does seem to be a pattern. We just can't determine it. And um, he he thought there was a house in town that may have had a, a link to the old church. Um, he'd found some records. Uh, but it didn't make any sense because it seemed that um, Pastor Thomas was was dealing with the owner of of this house, but but it was a long time ago. the The timelines just didn't sync up. The Corbett House. Yeah, the Corbett House, and that's. Yeah. He he oh, told me yes. he was going to investigate it, and that's that's the last I heard. Well, we've been there, done that, bought that T-shirt, as they say in the twenties. <laughs> then Adrian raises uh. his hand. Uh, Mr. Uh. Diesel. Okay, can Red and I get our presents now? Because this is clearly a birthday party. I'm just saying, we met you. The room is decorated. Look at the nice things on the wall. You have part of a piñata. And Grandpa got a present. I just want a present. Addy, think about it. Is it a birthday party if there is no sprinkles? Do you yeah, see sprinkles? You don't have to have your own cat. It's someone else's birthday. I still think uh, it's. It's all. It's Sprinkles' birthday. I'll be ready. When Sprinkles comes in, I'll yell surprise. Oh, I didn't get Sprinkles a present. I'm going to find something. And then he gets up and goes into the bathroom to find a gift for Sprinkles. Um, the uh, the bathroom is pretty immaculate. Um, there's like a, an overnight kit with uh, 
like a, a razor uh, and like a block of soap, I guess. Other 30s mm. things. I will take the block of soap and the bag and I will dump everything else in the tub. And then I will go back out into the room and be like, <laughs> trash this guy's bathroom. This is, hey, I got a good gift for sprinkles. Look, it'll make sure that he's clean. And when we go on a trip, there's like a nice little bag he can sleep in. I think that's very thoughtful of you. Thank you. Surprise! Was that good? <laughs> it's very good. Okay. It's very good. I'm ready. And then he just turns a chair and he sits down facing the door. Um, and uh, Devin's just actually like um, grinning. And it's weird because you've only ever seen like a malicious grin on his face, yeah. even though he looks different. But this is uh, seemingly a, a smile of, of warmth and, and radiance and just kind of like a legitimate... Um, you can tell it isn't mocking. It's legitimately just thrilled that Adrian's so excited about something. Like he really, he really just seems to 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 enjoy this. And then um, he kind of nods and he says, "Well, uh, obviously I didn't buy everyone presents because um, I'm not as good at surprises as you are, Adrian. Um, but I think maybe I can learn something. Uh, I didn't even think I could gift someone a a travel kit. That's that's." Honestly, that's a pretty good gift. Um, and uh, he turns to Red and he's like, um, look, I know it's uh, it's been a while. Um, and obviously, uh, you know, life happened uh, pretty hard to, to everyone, especially mm-hmm. Benny. Um, but uh, I've never felt great about who I was when I knew you guys, or at least you, Red. I have meeting Adrian for the first time. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I've... Um, there was no excuse for it, and I'm not going to try and justify it, uh, but um, I am very, very sorry for for the me you knew then. And uh, it seems a bit moot at this point, but uh, it seems kind of like we're, we're all trying to figure out what happened to Benny, and before we go any further, I just kind of need to make that clear. Well, I appreciate a good apology. You know, I used to be upset that I never got to see him tear up those pictures in front of you like you said he did. Um, And he starts to, like, laugh and then also cry. Uh, And he said, that's right, you, you put him up to that, right? Yeah, well, that was supposed to be a group effort, but then he came back. Real shook up. And I suppose I just never asked him about it. Uh, and uh, at this point, Devin is, is literally, like, almost, like, uh, keeled over, like, laughing and crying. Um, and uh, just, like... Do you want to pick yourself up? Uh, he uh, he just looks up and um, just kind of actually shakes his head. And he's like, no, I'm... I, I'm good. I, uh... <laughs> it's... it's it's been a few days of this since I figured Benny probably wasn't coming back. Um, I, uh, I watched all of you, uh, for hours, just hours. And I was just hoping and praying. And as I said, my family wasn't a religious type, but man, I was, I was praying that you would destroy those fucking photos. And then you didn't. 
and I was so mad. I was so mad because I I didn't want I don't want those fucking things. My brothers they they kept forcing my face and them being like, "Are you a man? Then you look. If you're a man, then you look." And uh, they um. You know, the old man caught them once, and uh, that's when I realized they were his, and that uh, this this was this was a part of it. You know, part of being a man and, and being being uh, being a Carol uh, was a big a big part of it. So um, no, the uh, uh, you could have destroyed the girly photos. That really would have been doing me a favor. The ones I really need to get rid of were that uh, that bodybuilder. You remember that guy? He was real popular when we were we were young. Anyway, he was well, in. This... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is so dumb. I can't believe I remember this. Uh, Justin Ackers. Justin Ackers. You don't really uh, forget your first crush, I guess. So, uh, hmm. yeah, Justin Ackers. I had seen him uh, clothed, uh, lifting things. Uh, he actually there was a, a fair he came to at one point, but then he got he got famous. He got like real world non Helmforth famous, and he was everywhere. And I could not believe they were explaining that it was a, it was an anatomy anatomy course thing, but I could not believe my luck when I found those photos of him. So, and the shit I caught and the the unpleasantness I got from uh, from my old man and the rest of my family about uh, about those photos in particular was uh, was quite something. But uh, Benny Benny seemed to to get it. He seemed to get it, uh, and he was right confused too because he liked both the photos, and he did not know what the fuck to do with that. I mean, we're much more enlightened in 1930 um, than we were <laughs> then, but uh, yeah. So I uh, I explained to him why why I had them and and what I've been doing with them and how um, I am, and he tried to explain how he was. And I think that's kind of uh, where our, our friendship and everything that followed started. Um, so in a way, uh, I have you to thank for that. And look, here's my cat, Sprinkles. I'm sorry, I've got a cone around his head. Uh, sorry. And he, he like, he gestures, like, to all of you, because he, he sees a cat outside, and he's, like, pointing and gesturing and being like, I don't know what to do. Surprise! Uh, and then I just throw the bag out at the cat, and I'm like, it's a gift! Uh, and it probably just runs away. And I'm like, oh, Sprinkles, hate surprises. And uh, he's like, but you know, Adrian, you you did a good surprise. I think that was a it was a damn good surprise. Thank anyway, you, Mister Farmer. You're you know <laughs> you're welcome. I, I never. I mean, it's been a very long time, but I think I disregarded it at the time. But that actually makes a lot of sense. Well, I mean, uh, as you can imagine, we don't exactly advertise it, and um, you know, uh, yeah. So, uh, Benny, uh, enjoys a multitude of flavors. I'm kind of a one flavor fella myself, but, um, here we are. So, anyway, I guess weirdly I have you to thank for solving the mystery of, uh, of both Benny and, and me to some extent. So Benny was married to Mr. Farmer? Um, and, uh, he looks at you, Adrian, and he's like, if we could, surprise, <laughs> and then I'd throw a bag, but you, you already threw mine outside for, for sprinkles. Oh, I, I, I'm sure, I got a I'm gift sure for you, too. 
You see, you seem nice. I think if you're going to be looking for Benny and fighting monsters, you need the protection of Jesus. Uh, and I take off the rings on my right hand and I'm like, surprise. Uh, and then he looks at them and he looks at Richter and he's like, are these from Pope? And I think you just nod because neither of us can remember which Pope we specifically said. Um, Pope uh, Philip. <laughs> the famed rings of Philip. Do they work? Uh, in the sense that you can wear them on your finger, yeah. Um, in any of the other claims that is still yet unproven, mm. um, I can say for certain that nothing in my shop can fire a green beam of light that causes cars to explode and men to disappear. Gotta tell you, that's a new one for me too. There's nothing in anything we've seen. The Inheritors are real uh, old school about their their sacrifices. Big fans of Knives at Midnight and that kind of shit. Uh, Yes, I've seen that as well. Um, He uh, looks at the ring for a second and says, hey listen, uh, uh, Mr. Richter, um, this is gonna be a weird request. Uh, could I, could I see Benny for a sec? Yeah, I'll take out the hand. And he shudders, and it's just hand like, oh, him. well done. It's gonna be so smelly at this point. Interestingly, it is not. Oh. Um. He uh. Uh. He just kind of looks at it, um, and he slips the Pope ring up over the ring finger, um, and then he kisses the back of it, and he just says, um. Till we meet again, my friend. And then he hands it back to you. He says, so, we gonna punch this mystery or not? Hmm. Red just smiles. He's like, all right. Without question. Great. Let's Uh, talk about the mayor. Can you speak more cow? More cow? Yeah, you know, earlier after you talked about the crows and the ferreting, and then you moot. I moot. Yeah, you said you said a point was moot, and I was like, I don't know what that means, but I think that guy's speaking cow. Oh, I uh, know. Well, Adrian, uh, moot is cow for not a mystery we can punch. And she just kind of, she looks at him and just kind of like nods subtly. Like, yeah, okay, that's and how he, you do And he it. just kind of nods, nods back. Um, but you're saying the mayor is not moot. No, I'm saying the mayor is moo game, which is cow for fair game, which is English for someone. We're going to do a lot of punching. I'm ready. (laughs) Adrian just punches his fist a little bit. Uh, So as Adrian punches his fist, Richter pulls out uh, the inheritance of the kingdom. uh, And Red, you just slowly begin cleaning your guns as uh, Devin Carroll begins to unfold everything he and Benny have discovered. This episode of the Mythos Mysteries features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter. 
Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Claire Blackwood at Claire Blackwood on Twitter, and Keeper Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode was edited by Ryan Laplante, and the Mythos Mysteries show logo was created by Decapitated Marker at Decapitated Marker on Twitter, that's M-R-K-R. Our theme songs are Dark Alleys and Sentinel by Kai Engel, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. And all of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are dumdumdice. And on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. All hail the mythos. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, DM Rob, Christopher Little, Joshua White, Olin Anderson, Sue One, Devin Boyce, George Dolby, One True Artistry, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them and a little bit of thanks to you the fable and folly network where fiction producers flourish the first thing you need to know about the vegas sci-fi adventure podcast is that you're not just listening to someone tell you a story you are stepping into a world And Vega Rex, the woman at the center of this saga, is currently sitting at the top of it. This is not by accident. For millennia, the country Vega calls home has been carefully honing the skills of its state-contracted killers. And these so-called holy warriors have gotten real good at taking down the world's worst criminals. Or, as they would call it, cleansing. 400 kills into her career, Vega is the most decorated hunter there has ever been, and likely would have stayed that way if it had not been for him. An explosive encounter with the terrorist sets Vega on a path of revenge that is so thoroughly illegal that before this story is done, she will have risked it all. Life, limb, and love to satisfy her vengeance and keep her record of righteous kills perfect. My name is Ivoma Okoro, and I have so much more to tell you about this. Check out Vega, a sci-fi adventure podcast, anywhere you listen to them, because baby, I'm just getting started.